All right, good morning or good afternoon, everybody. Today is Thursday, May the 6th, 2021, and there's quite a bit of news, actually, to uh, to report today, so let's get into it. Actually, as a matter of fact, before I start, I just wanted to say that some of the news that we'll be reporting today for the members, just so you know, will translate into today's members episode a little bit in uh, today's later public episode and tomorrow's public episode as well. But anyways, let's get into it. So first off, a cop in Nashville was lured into an ambush shooting. Uh, basically, someone called 911 from my understanding of the way the story went and... Um, the cop showed up to the call. Of course, you know, each officer is designated to a certain call based on where they're assigned and what have you. And uh, they got killed. And th- th- what bothers me about this is that when people say things like defund the police, I personally, in my opinion, I'm completely against that. And what I mean by that is this, this whole defund the police. Look, when Obama is saying that people should stop saying that that's when you know it's bad. Okay. So ultimately, If anything, if you're going to do anything, I guess you could use the word reform the police. As a matter of fact, I think police should receive more funding for better training. So again, uh, a lot of you, I think, agree with me on that and know where I stand. So anyways, it's unfortunate, by the way, that this cop was lured into an ambush shooting. But the next thing is that two American students have been convicted of murdering an Italian police officer in an alleged drug deal gone wrong. Okay, so I'm my my background is Italian, so I, I've been to Italy a few times. Not that it would make me an expert on anything, but uh, based off of what I know and based on the culture and the heritage and things like that, even in today's modern era, even though in the West the the Italian mafia is not as strong as it used to be, it's still around. Uh, still around. Don't get me wrong. With that being said, I bring that up because I'm pretty sure this was a cop undercover trying to get a uh, a mobster on a on a drug deal ended up being just a couple of kids what have you probably bad information on the part of the police and um and yeah that happened or maybe it was a setup who knows right just to see maybe these mobsters set up these kids to see if this guy wasn't undercover and that was the case right so it's uh it's it's hard to say normally in italy they have much more bigger things to focus on with regards to the mob than instead of actually going after kids especially foreign kids so i mean i don't uh i don't think there's anything too detailed uh behind the scenes really but anyways the next thing is that uh, joe rogan and uh had a uh, former intelligence secretary on by the name of Christopher Mellon. Now, what's interesting is that the clips have been coming out overnight on YouTube because he's on uh, Spotify now, but he still puts his clips out on YouTube. And this intelligence secretary is kind of, he's saying that people within government are accepting and more understanding and are taking the UFO and alien scenario much more seriously, particularly in the last three to four years, which is great to see. But at the same time, Joe Rogan asked him about Bob Lazar and he kind of downplayed it. And Joe Rogan said, well, There's a few things that Bob Lazar told me off air that Bob Lazar just told George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, I believe Commander Fravor, Joe Rogan, and a few others, Uh, maybe others too, but he asked that it not be publicized or at least be spread on a mass scale in terms of the way information is shared. And so Joe Rogan said to uh, Christopher Mellon, the former intelligence secretary, he said, he goes, look, I'll tell you off air. Now, the intelligence secretary is trying to put doubt into the fact that Bob Lazar was legit and all that, but... Aside from that, what I found very interesting was that allegedly Bob Lazar told Joe Rogan some stories about some very unethical weapons experimentation uh, that he's not proud of, that apparently Bob Lazar said he still has um, 
I guess you could say nightmares over if you want to call it or still has uh, tremendous remorse. It had to do with some type of experiment that uh, I think it was MIT from my understanding. But anyways, it was not at MIT specifically, but it had to do with MIT. It was a, a cover up of, of a fake resume and the actual experiment itself. I don't know uh, what it was. But again, this seems to substantiate the fact that it, not just Bob Lazar, but every freaking whistleblower seems to refuse to talk about the weapons advancement side of things. Right. So it, that's interesting. It just it, it's another piece to add to the data point of evidence uh, that that we uh, that we're looking at here right so the next thing is that uh, okay depending on what you read how you interpret it and where you read it from this is going to get controversial on a public level ron DeSantis has allegedly signed a again i'm being careful with the wording here so please do not take this face value um He's signing a restrictive voting bill now again apparently depending who you ask it has to do with limiting mail-in voting for fraud. Now, yes, from my understanding, Ron DeSantis only let Fox Fox News in. It was the first time he ever granted a press conference to just Fox News or just to one cable network overall. He also let in hundreds of Trump supporters, and they were actually wearing shirts uh, saying Trump uh, DeSantis uh, 2024. Uh, so it's interesting. Again, I'm, I would encourage all of you to go look it up for yourself. I'm not saying that because I don't want to do the work, but again, you'd have to really read and look into the bill. So I don't want to say that it's a restrictive voting bill. Uh, at the same time, I don't want to say that it's a safety voting bill, as, as it's being called as well, to, to ensure integrity of elections voting. With that being said, though, it has been proven that there are cases of fraud that have occurred within the election. And I got to stop there just because of YouTube and all that. But Again, there have been individual cases of fraud uh, on many different levels. So the next thing is that the former president of the Maldives was hurt in a suspected bomb attack. Um, he's also the current parliament speaker of the Maldives. He was rushed to a hospital after a bomb went off outside of his home. Yeah, I mean, look, nowadays when you're a politician, especially with regular people being able to get a hold of more and more things... Uh, it, that's just the way life goes. And I'm not trying to say, oh, that's just the way life is. You know, you walk outside your house, you get blown up. No. Um, but at the same time, when you take a public position as a politician or what have you, these are the risks you take when you go out and about in your life. And it's true, right? We've seen that not just with politicians, but with celebrities and you name it. And it's unfortunate, but... You know, again, especially with politics, people get passionate. That's why they say in general, you shouldn't talk religion or politics with 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 friends and family. But, you know, so uh, it's unfortunate. I hope he recovers and uh, and I hope whoever did it is is caught. But anyways, the next thing is that the SpaceX Starship has passed its biggest test yet. Now, look, I just put something for members in the Telegram group chat about how there was a, uh, a SpaceX test flight and there was a UFO seen near it. Again, this whole thing of Elon Musk saying, oh, I, I I've, I've seen no evidence evidence of UFOs. Motherfucker, there's a UFO right next to your rocket ship. And then and then something called diminished reality uh, technology covers it up. Pardon my English. But anyways, so yeah, uh, the next thing is that the Taliban has just allegedly captured a key Afghan dam as fighting in that area rages on. Uh, this is just uh, days after U.S. troops withdrew from that area. Now, you might be saying, Dave, I thought you said the troops are being replaced with contractors. They are, but I just don't know the timing of it. So, again, maybe these contractors will uh, be obligated to take over uh, if that's in their contract. Again, they're there just to do uh, business, strictly what's entitled and detailed within the contract. It'll be hard to say what happens, but either way, um, again, it, it depends on the perspective you take, right? Uh, having to do with, should we involve ourselves in other in other countries? And uh, if not, if we shouldn't, then the Taliban taking over there is not our problem, 
right? And uh, both perspectives are very, very reasonable in a lot of ways. Uh, the next thing is that Somalia started restoring ties with Kenya after nearly six months. You see, I this is what I like to see. Now, I know I'm sure there's things on the back end, but they both agreed to not get involved in each other's affairs nearly as much um, now that they've restored uh, they've restored ties. You see, when I see these things, I, I bring this stuff up because I just want to show that even if there is some intelligence behind operation behind it or what have you, there's still some positivity out there, you know? So anyways, uh, the next thing is that now this is interesting. The FBI seemed to have messed up by identifying certain people, not all, because they arrested hundreds regarding the Capitol riot and allegedly the investigation for that is still ongoing, but they have arrested incorrect people. So for example, they arrested a woman in Alaska and raided her home, took her computers, her iPads, her her phones, her her everything, basically, her smartwatches, because they said they were looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop, or at the very least, they were looking for data on Nancy Pelosi's laptop, uh, or from Nancy's uh, laptop, excuse me. They ended up getting the wrong woman. So now this is sparking concerns, right? And I understand that from an investigator's perspective, it is not easiest, but especially when you have to skim through so many different, uh, you know, different footage of people and things like that. But I mean, this is going to question the entire um, authenticity of the investigation, because at this point, in order to raid someone's home, from my understanding in the West, you need a you need a freaking warrant from a judge. So not only did they get the wrong person, but the judge signed off on the wrong person. Now, I know it's not the judge's responsibility, from my understanding, to look into the details and see, OK, is this the wrong person or not? But, you know, the judge entrusted the FBI agents and they fucked up. So again, this will raise questions. Uh, the next thing is that Turkey is holding its uh, currency rates despite uh, or holding it steady despite inflation rise. Now, I am not a an expert in macroeconomics by any metric at all. I'm sure some of you actually know more than I do. Again, Turkey's been in the, in the press for a while now. They've been in the headlines generally uh, for for years. Uh, Erdogan and all that. So we'll we'll see what happens with regards to what they're doing with their currency. Could they be manipulating it? I, it's hard to say. I don't I don't know. And I'm genuinely asking that for anyone who may know out there that's listening or watching. So the next thing is that a Palestinian teenager was killed during an Israeli raid on a village in the West Bank. And so things like this have. Uh, called into question whether Washington should keep funding aid to Israel or at least keep funding as much as they do financially and militarily. Well, I can tell you this. It's unfor it doesn't matter where you're from, pa Palestine, China, Russia. When, when, we, when you have a government that is extremely authoritative, and I'm, I'm not saying Israel is, but when you as an innocent citizen, not, as a ci not just as a citizen of your country, but as a human being, get caught in the crossfire, this is unfortunate. Now, if this Palestinian teenager was trying to resist those Israeli soldiers, that's a different story. But if you if he was simply caught in the crossfire, man, that's unfortunate because you know it, it's it's sad to see. It's very sad to see. Now at the same time, do I think the US will stop funding Israel? No chance in hell. No chance in hell. They'll keep funding them like there's no tomorrow. In my in my opinion. But you know, we'll see what goes on. So the next thing is that Colombians have held their eighth day of mass protests, largely due to a tax bill that the current government and president signed last week that basically, or a couple weeks ago, I believe that basically uh, taxes more businesses and individuals. And they justified it by saying we need more taxes to come into the government to stimulate the economy and things like that. But the people are not happy with where the money's going. And so again, mass protests and, uh, yeah, and apparently also uh, there's the Colombian uh, security forces are also using questionable force against these protesters. Now, again, it comes down to a very simple principle. Are the protesters being violent? 
then the soldiers have to defend, uh, you know, a state property or what have you. Uh, at the same time, though, what's the justification for that violence? At the same time, are they not being violent and they're just being shot at? I mean, with whether it's with tear gas or rubber bullets, I don't know. I don't know. Now, again, this has caused uh, massive setbacks politically. They withdrew the bill, but they did not remove it from the, the parliament floor, from my understanding. And... Um, Again, this is the people showing they're fed up. Now they're not just protesting for that. What the media will not tell you is that will not tell you, excuse me, is that they're also protesting because, you know, of the lockdowns and the masks and all that stuff. So again, folks, I, I don't I don't know what to say at this point because people all over the world are fed up. So it, it's I'm actually in a lot of ways. I'm very happy to see people peacefully protesting and showing their um, their concern, over, not just over their own respective countries' issues, but over the lockdowns and things like that. I'm happy to see that people are not just staying inside and, and complaining online. It's nice, it's nice to see people actually advocating, right? Uh, the next thing is that Netanyahu, Israel's prime minister, has now tapped the opposition leader to form a new government coalition, and he has 20 days to do it. Uh, I don't know what happens if the opposition leader leader does not form a government within 28 days. Netanyahu failed to do that. I don't know if this is a political strategy. I do not know the uh, full details. I know some, but not the full details of Israeli politics. But could this be a strategy? Could Netanyahu and his team be banking on the fact that his opposition leader, as a matter of fact, um, will not be able to form a coalition or a government within 28 days? With that being said, folks, and I know that I might get some shit for this, but I don't care. It just goes to show you that, again, we're using the example of the Jewish people in Israel, that even when politics is very controversial, they still come together for the betterment of the country. And I'm not trying to say that in a lecturing way, but I'm trying to say that in a way, because I'll, I'll be honest with you folks, living here in Canada is very equivalent to that of America in terms of protests and issues. Believe me, we, we have our problems here too, but to see that opposing parties can come together for the sake of the people and the nation now. I know that it, it doesn't sound as all fine and dandy as I said, but it's still better than some other countries, which is what I'm trying to say. So it just goes to show you, right? Uh, the next thing is that there is allegedly talk of Scottish independence in the UK now, and the UK is allegedly doing... Uh, okay, so hold on. Scottish independence. I don't know the exact cause of this. I know a handful of you who watch the show and listen are in fact from Scotland. Some of you still live in Scotland. Uh, you know, how's it going? <laughs> but uh, ultimately... If, if they, I know it's more complicated than this, but I, I stick by my principle of, look, if the people want to be independent, look, the world is changing. Things will not always stay the way they are. People must adapt. Some countries may leave other nations. Some may cut ties. Some may join. Some may join other nations in certain things. So look, if, if, the, if this is what the Scottish people want, then maybe some more serious discussion should be held. But the, I've also heard too, and I don't know how credible this source is, but I've been told by someone from the UK that um, uh, that this has been in the talks for years now, right? So again, but here's the thing though, folks, I, I must say as well too, assuming I understand the full context of this, in the UK, the way Brexit happened was caught people by surprise, especially the younger generation of people because Apparently, the demographics were that of more middle-aged to older people that wanted to leave the European, uh, that wanted to leave uh, the European Union and all that, and uh, and the, the UK. And uh, so, ultimately, I mean, I I stand by the perspective of what a lot of others said. Look, they they took a vote, and if people said, "Well, not everyone came out to vote for Brexit," I mean, shit, you should have voted. I, I, what can I say, right? Like that's the, that, that's the thing, and I I say the same thing about Scotland, assuming I'm not missing any context here. 
if if you wanted to stay or get out, you should go vote and you should make your your voice heard. I mean, it's it's true. I think regardless of what political side you're on, unless uh, unless uh, votes are rigged, and I'm I'm serious about that, then you should go vote. So unless you know you live in a country where you know it's going to be rigged, then my opinion, don't bother. <laughs> but uh, the next thing is that. The UK is doing mass polls to test the current mood of the people. And uh, England is doing this as well. And uh, they're also holding rave parties to test onto the people to see um, if the virus spreads. So, uh, look, this is exactly the problem. I So, when people say, oh, why should I take the vaccine? Because look at what the government does. They just use us as, as guinea pigs, as test subjects, whatever you want to call it. I mean... There's a valid point to be raised here, right? So apparently they, they took a, a chunk of people who got the vaccine on record and they said, look, there's a rave party, go party. The people are going to go because they want to get out of the house, right? England's been locked down for God knows how long. So they want to get out of the house and they, they want to do something. And they're saying, listen, I get a chance to go party, maybe do some drugs, do some drugs, you know, have some fun. And the government's just going to study it and, or not really know about the drug part, but just study the, the effect on the after party on if the, uh, or sorry, on the after effects of the party, if the virus is going to spread, assuming, you know, it's legit and everything. And, 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 and as they say, um, like th this is what I'm saying, right? This is why other people around the world say, well, I don't trust the vaccine from the government because it, we're being used as guinea pigs. And this could be a, a, a microcosm of an example of that, right? Uh, in terms of the polls of testing uh, the current mood of the nation, <laughs> I, I don't think it takes a poll to realize people are pissed about a lot of different things these days. So uh, the next thing is that, I mean, that just goes to show you how out of touch some of these politicians are. They all live in their own bubble. So uh, at least 25 were killed in a shootout in Rio de Janeiro. Now, I did not have the time to look into this. Unfortunately, I've been doing a lot of prepping for the, the public and members episode later on today. But uh, look, it, it's I, I don't want to I don't want to say it's cartel related, but these shootings, um, they happen and the, it's unfortunate. Again, this is I don't want to talk about reforming the police there because you have a whole different situation in Brazil, unfortunately, uh, with regards to corruption on a higher level of government. So again, it's it, that's a different context of sin. We got to look at the bigger picture there of how to fix that. Uh, and again, it, that has to do with the supply of drugs and da da da. And, and I'm sure some of you who are from Brazil uh, know more than I do, so I'm sure there's more to it than that. But anyways, uh, the next thing, and I can confirm this personally because I do live in Canada, is that a mysterious brain disease is spreading in Canada. Canada that has baffled doctors because it is an unknown degenerative brain disease, which was uh, secretly obtained by a Canadian reporter from a private health memo. But I honestly think it was leaked to the press to tell you the truth, but that doesn't even matter. Uh, but there's scientists are saying it's very possible this newly discovered degenerative brain disease that they don't even know what it is, let alone have a cure for it, uh, could in fact be coming from something toxic in the environment. Now, we will be touching on this probably in the uh, the members episode, more than likely, actually, um, because there's a lot more to it than that that I can't really say publicly because of YouTube, unfortunately. But again, folks, to what's going around in the environment right now that's so toxic? I, I got to be careful because of YouTube, but again, certain things being put into the air. People thought chemtrails was a joke and, you know, turns out there's some validity to that theory. Um, the shedding of the Pfizer document, that's all I'm going to say on here because of how, you know, careful I have to be with regards to that. All that kind of stuff. So where could it be coming from? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe the fluoride in the water? Seriously. So 
anyways, we'll get into that on the member side of things. But and uh, the final thing, I thought I would end with a little bit of a cultural thing, or you know, a entertainment celebrity thing, if you will, is that Kid West, the 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 musician, is suing Childish Gambino over the song "This Is America," claiming he wrote it or sung it first or something. Anyways, look, it's a lawsuit. Uh, they'll settle the guy will get some money once people have heard a song from a popular musician no matter who it is or even a movie and once someone has heard a piece of entertainment that they like um even if it's been plagiarized and they don't know it you can't take it back the the song this is america for those who follow the rap culture and things like that it will be it will always be associated with childish gambino no matter how far this lawsuit goes doesn't matter right he could be found guilty for plagiarism doesn't matter once it's in once it's out there that's it the genie's out of the bottle metaphorically right so uh i hope you all enjoyed uh getting an update on the news today and everything like that and uh we will be like i said we'll be doing a public uh episode later today as well as a members episode for those on patreon so thank you so much and we'll catch you later cheers <laughs>